folks, welcome to yet another episode of the podcast formerly known as the Ricky Williams Trilogy. You're getting a chance to listen to John B. Easy Durnell here with Duke Thompson, and we're going to talk about the beautiful game of football. That's right, the NFL. Always got to respect the shield, and there's no other way to respect the shield than to apologize. That's right, folks. Deshaun Watson, moments before he wore stormed out onto the field and probably put together one of the worst displays I've probably ever seen any quarterback do in a preseason game. And yes, I have seen many a third-string quarterback who we never heard of again. And even some of them performed better than what I saw from this sex offender. But Sean Watson decided with only the help of the Cleveland Browns. That's right. They brought in their camera crew, their people, and they made sure he was in a safe environment in which Deshaun decided to say to Browns Nation, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what my actions might have done to impact the lives of these women. He didn't say he was sorry for what he did. <laughs> but he's sorry that whatever he did had an impact on these women's lives. What a day. Now, of course, right after he had a beautiful drive of going a one for seven, and or maybe it was one for six for seven yards. Either way, he didn't do dick. Either way. The man was not able to be questioned after the game. And why? You've had the time to speak out. You had the time to have a message sent out. But boo-hoo, if somebody wants to ask you a question after you said some shit, that doesn't even fucking know. That shouldn't even be allowed. Like, no, I'm done with this. Like, this player is not allowed to go out for questioning. Fuck that. If the media wants to talk to anybody, any one of those motherfuckers should be able to come out there. If we want to talk to the punter, Bring that punter's ass out here. If we want to talk to a sex offender who gave a weak-ass apology for jacking off on 60-some-odd women, we need to be able to speak to him. Duke, your thoughts? Um, I, I thought the uh, safe environment you said was just an empty room. Looked like a conference hall, maybe, with a banquet hall with the doors shut. It was quiet to where you could hear a fucking mouse shit. Um, and then she kind of looks scared, John. I don't know, man. She tried to hold it professional, but like, oh, you yes, know, the poor, the poor woman on the brown staff. <laughs> yes, dude. I thought maybe like, how comfortable is she to do this interview, that man? That poor woman. No, no. Cause like she drew the, the short straw, right? Like this woman had to be in a room alone with the show. Oh, I guess not completely alone. I guess there was a cameraman and hopefully a boom mic, but their hands are occupied. They can't get in there in time to stop him from ejaculating on her. So she was in f direct fear, but you could see in her face that she was not happy about having to do that. Cause she's like, look, I shouldn't have to be the one to do this. I, you know, there should have been a male in there, you know, like, I'm sorry that like I get it the NFL is trying to be like we're we love women more we're trying to be pro ladies by having only women hold microphones and interview players that's not really being pro women but anyway 
<laughs> like it's like a man can't interview a uh, a player ever again on the field. It's like, oh, that's too gay. I need some <laughs> girl too, out here. That's too gay, that's man. Serious, dude. Like, when was the last time you saw a dude sideline reporter? That's actually, I haven't thought about this in a while, but. You're onto something here, buddy. Yeah, yeah dude, they dude. have slowly got rid of that. Got rid of that job for people who have penises. Like, <laughs> I only want some hot chick asking me questions. Yes, dude. So I'm half boned up. Yeah, dude, and that's for the audience too, you know, because it was like, oh, I see some hot chick on TV, man. Now, so- I mean, I'm sure it's for the audience too. But what's really funny is that like they still haven't decided to allow them to like speak on the game. Like they can't sit behind the desk. And be like, yeah, well, this is what I saw in the game. They're like, no, you go stand there and hold that, like, penis-like thing near your face called a microphone. And then, like, ask questions with your ruby red lips just so that the player will think about a blowjob. And then, you know, <laughs> I mean, seriously, dude, like, this shit is pretty fucking, like, I know sex, I know, I know sex sales, man, but, well. That's interesting. No, it's blatant. It's absolutely <laughs> blatant. But this poor woman again was forced to be in a room alone, basically. Well, she wasn't holding a mic. Show. I mean, though. at least he didn't have a towel on. <laughs> but she did, and she had her hands for free. So I feel like she could have been like, "Whoa!" Like you know, <laughs> shit got like if shit got. You fucking think that's why they had her do a wireless mic? But yeah, They're maybe like, she yeah, had we some... need to go wireless. I don't, I don't, Whoa. I don't want to have anything in my hands. So I can use my hands to protect myself and scream for to help. Sla- to slap his penis out of his hands. <laughs> well, I yes, I mean that's a fucking thought. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude. I mean, just the fact that they even staged this. I mean, it felt worse than watching WWE. It's like this is about the most staged apology I have ever seen. Like this is like if like Hulk Hogan had to apologize for whipping somebody's ass in the ring and in the storyline for like you know the show. But like even still, like I feel like Hogan would still be more believable than whatever the hell that stuff was. And then and then even his phrasing was inappropriate. I apologize for the impact that this had on these women's lives. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like phrasing that to Sean. Phrasing. And then she tried to go back and like correct him and be like, and then he still went with it for a second and third time. I was like, dude, yeah, are you like, really? No, no, no. A- My phrasing is spot on. Uh, I'm still not apologizing for ejaculating on these women because I didn't do anything wrong. But I'm sorry that when I had these women in a room with me with my dick out <laughs> that that impacted them. Well, let's I forgot what he actually said because it was shocking and I and thank you for bringing <laughs> I think that that's up. That's basically what he said. I mean, maybe the word impacted is not exactly Apology. but he's like it's it was pretty so, much it was like what just he said. He said I'm sorry that that this impacted the lives of these women. <laughs> the pickle I want. Uh, he, oh, come on, okay. man. I don't want to do no fucking... Um, 
Duke is trying to find the actual here we go. audio. So here he we didn't go. come prepared for this because he wants to know the exact Because verbiage, I told like, it to I'm pretty look. sure I'm paraphrasing it pretty spot on. Look, but he look, still John, needs to hear Look, John, I, I, just, I just totally forgot about this, man, because I wanted to bring this up with you. And then, like, you know, the week gone by and shit, and I was like, oh, yeah, fucking that piece of shit, well, whatever. because the game happened pretty much right after we had it, our last it's podcast. It's just we are the, Basically, the last thing we talked about was, like, the Cleveland Browns have such Browns. integrity that they have decided to allow this man to play. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go, man. As you get ready to get on the bus, let's just start with this one. It's been 19 months since you played a game of competitive football. How are you feeling about that? I'm super excited. I'm excited to get out there with my new teammates and go out there and compete. Um, each and every snap, I want to make sure I cherish that because I'm not sure when the next time I'll be able to get out there with those guys. So. Um, I'm, I'm super excited. As you say that, your eligibility is still in question, and although this appeal is ongoing, I have to ask you, the initial ruling from Judge Sue Robinson made a very specific point of saying that your lack of remorse played into her decision-making. It's been a part of the narrative surrounding you. What is your response to that? Look, I want to say that I'm truly sorry to all the women that I've impacted in this situation. Um, my decisions that See, I, made, I told you. That put me in this position. Um, you know, I, w I would definitely like to have back, but I want to continue to move forward and grow and learn and, and show that, you know, I am a, a true person of, of character <laughs> and I want to keep pushing forward. Grow and learn. We fully expect that there will be some time that you are away from the team. Yeah, he didn't apologize for some real shit. Like, how are you spending that time? Uh, I know I have a lot of work to put in, uh, especially on the field, to be able to make sure I'm ready. Nah, see, and then, and then it just goes on, and it didn't even really apologize. See, that's a bullshit apology, dude. Yes, I want to continue counseling, and I want to make sure that I'm growing as a person, as an individual, uh, for my decision making on and off the field, and I want to make sure that you know I'm just evolving in the community as much as possible, and that's for the Cleveland community, that's the NFL community, and beyond. Okay, we appreciate. Yeah, man, what's like, like what, like I'm sorry. And, and, and then like, I mean, she gave that like vanilla ass. Come on now, come like on, she dude. ought to be ashamed for women's kind. Like her name should be brought up on like female Twitter for being like a fucking like pariah. Like how how you gonna go in there with that weak sauce questioning? Weak, I don't care dude. what your job is. Impacted. You're a woman. I you know what your life has been. You've probably been put in so many damn situations where some ugly, hairy-ass dude pulled out his dick on you. Now, I mean, now at least this man is more attractive and physically fit. I'm not saying it's better, <laughs> but I know you've probably been put in a situation much worse where the dick was much worse to look at. And yet you allowed this to still just be some soft-ass questioning. Fuck that, man. Dude, this is the time to do your due diligence. This is when you step up to the plate. You are supposed to be a journalist. Imagine how, like, her life would have changed if she was like, wait a second, you're just apologizing for how what you did impacted these ladies' lives? How about you apologize for jacking off on their feet, you fucking pervert? Like, if she <laughs> said some noise like that, trust well, me, she'd have work for the rest of her life. Well, it is ESPN, man. 
Um, I know this was Brown's in-house bullshit. This had nothing to do with ESPN, actually. Like well, ESPN, ESPN aired it. Yes, they this was it. all in-house Brown stuff where they were like, we need to do like a public service announcement real quick with you, Deshaun, so that it's okay for you to go out there and throw a one pass for seven yards and look fucking stupid. Well, uh, let's see. She's actually a reporter for the... Um for the NFL network. So she's even oh, she more is. so she's more even more in-house drunk. She's just not a Cleveland Brown, but she's gotta protect the shield, dude. That's fucked up, Damn. dude. You can't even bring a Cleveland woman in there in the NFL. No. You brought you, oh, dude, they, they brought up. they brought in a shield protecting lady. Whoo, wow. This is pitiful. That's fucked up. Man. Like, we're going to go to a private conference room. We're going to bring in one of our people, one of our own. We'll probably have our own, uh, you know, male boom mic operator, a male cameraman. So there's not too many uh, eyes for you to, you know, stray or too many bodies for your eyes to stray onto. Fucking degenerate. But anyway. <laughs> he is, dude. Fuck it, did she I mean, have again, dude, 66 women in what, like 16 months? Jeez, again, even if this is an embellishment, that is a hell of an embellishment. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they said that what, like, Wade Boggs drank like 50 to maybe 100 beers on a flight. So, like, he probably drank somewhere around like 65. But like, you know what you're saying? Like this man assaulted anywhere from twenty five to sixty-six women. Anywhere in between there is still inappropriate. Like that's still not you know. It's still that great. Yeah. That's fucked up, man. It's just like I just I'm just blown away by the fact that she was just not even in the house, man. She was the shield. Like, they sent this poor yeah. woman to go on a suicide mission in front of Deshaun Watson to make him like look like he's an okay guy. Like, this woman could Like, they just sent her. She could have been, like, Lewinsky. She, she, they, they knew that this woman was in danger of ejaculate by sending her down there. And she was like, well, I'm still new. I got to earn my stripes. And that's even worse. It's like now she's been put in a situation like this because I know that she doesn't feel great about what she had to do. She oh, had hell to do. no. Oh, hell no, dude. But whatever, mm-hmm. man. You know, poor girl. Um, I hope she uh, is paid well. She uh, looks like you know, she's got a family, two kids. So, yeah. Hopefully she was not assaulted. So well, and, that's why she, and that's why she was chosen. They're like, you can't let it fall apart. You got a family. Like, if it was a single woman, nah, man, she can definitely go to the fire range and just try to figure it out from there. But this woman has kids. Oh, they knew what they were doing. They knew it, yeah, man. Sick bastard. And, you know. Well, with that being said, folks, Deshaun Watson looked like trash out there. Looked like he hadn't played football in a couple of years, as he hasn't. But with that also being said, though, the Cleveland Browns were victorious in their pre-season game. So it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, who cares? The game was done. Some people probably got cut afterwards. That's just the nature of the beast. Now, speaking of 
preseason right now, they are showing us the hard knocks of the Detroit Lions. Now, Duke, I know, hasn't been getting a chance to see a lot of this. But let's just say that the Detroit Lions, I can see why they don't win. Like, they just sound scared. They got that stank on them, and that won't go away. They'll, they'll lose us, man. Like, you just got to nuke it, man. I mean, that's that's an awful thing to say. It, it's I mean, true. Are, I've watched though, losers, man. I've watched they are, them. Now, they are, but I will give examples. You're just saying that they're losers, but I have, a, I have clear-cut examples from the two episodes that they've released. One episode featured, and this is the very first episode, maybe like 10 minutes in, but we've got coaches talking to each other. <clears throat> or no, actually, sorry. I think coaches talking to their section of players. I forget which group it was because I wasn't really paying attention. I was kind of in and out because I'm like, it's the fucking Detroit Lions. Hey, man. But one of the coaches was like, yo, if you crack ass in here, that's not allowed. If crack you don't ass. crack ass, by that I mean fart for those who don't understand. Oh, what I thought you meant is. the whip game. You know, like they run around no, the locker no, no, room no. whipping each other. No, no, shit. no. If you, if, if you, if you, or, or, or if you bust ass, that might have been what they said too. I'm not sure. It was either cracking ass or busting ass. Either way, you had to step outside to do it because they weren't going to let you bomb up the room that they in for, for learning. And, and, there was a rule that you had to keep your dirty ass outside for at least an eight second count. I think eight Mississippis before you could bring your funky ass back in just so that, you know, you didn't bring some of that booty stank. Cause you just like farted and you just let it waft back in. Like you got to let, let it dissipate out there in the hallway and then you can bring in your dirty ass. Do you understand Duke that this was part of the show? That's, I mean, well, this, this, this is riveting entertainment. What the fuck is this a conversation? This why y'all don't win no games. Y'all literally spending time talking about where and where you can't fart. Fuck that. Dude, that, learn how to win a game. That's very fascist of them, too, to be like, hey, you got to control your bodily functions to a T. Well, so you, you know, some of these linemen there. probably got... Hey, ass don't they have fucking like, air conditioning and filters and shit? I assume maybe they don't have that. Air. They haven't won a Super Bowl. What? They, 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 they don't have a nice stadium? Is that what you're saying, John? Well, they play <laughs> they like it's 1940. Their facilities. But yeah, they, they might not be able to you know, get that, that ass stink out of there. Well, it's now, a stink of happy. Losing, man. It is, yeah. man. It's a steak of lose, like, dude. It is. Well, like, dude, like, it's so, like, so you could. Tr- they you're- even had the coaches have to be like, we have to change the culture here, and this has been a long time. So, you know, what like, culture of controlling people's bodily functions and and well, not controlled? I guess the culture of them losing all the time, but, but it was just so sad. That, that's because so it's just stupid. so sad to watch them talk about it. Because, like, at least, like, you know, with. The Cowboys, they're like, you know, the Cowboys had been good before. And then, you know. This is 1996, man. What's up? 96, man. was when they lost and won a Super Bowl. No, 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 no. But, you know, I was saying, like, at least producing winning seasons. Yeah, you know, man. They have, like, something that they can at least kind of hold on to. The Detroit Lions don't have no, like, winning seasons recently. They could just be like, you remember what? Like, they literally had to do with each player. They'd be like, hey, you remember when you were in college? And the team you were on, 
every day you woke up thinking like I'm a win and now you don't because you play for us but you need to think like that again it's like man you gotta have to go back to college for examples of positive shit that's happened in these players lives that's pathetic that is pathetic man um but i have enjoyed winning seasons and the consistency of winning and then falling short you know what it doesn't matter there's only one winner at the end of the year man and that's it super bowl champion damn and Look I'm sorry, you, man. yeah, you know what? I'm getting a realized Tanning Bum is not Early you were talking about keeping Tom Brady out of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, he is the one that wins that ultimate game that you speak of. But he ain't Hall uh, of Fame I was, worthy. I, was, uh, man, I know he. I know he's Hall of Fame worthy. I just hate the guy. God damn, dude. You know why are you gonna hate on greatness? Because you know I'm not hating on the greatness, dude. I'm just saying there was some shady circumstances behind his greatness. That's all, dude. There's shady circumstances behind everything. I'm still suspect of Cooper Cup season. Like, yes, I am. That I is the biggest no one no one's sense. talking about. Yes, everybody is praising this guy like he's a fucking Randy Moss, dude. And I'm like, I'm sick of it. Every time I he's, fucking he's hear not of it. extremely tall. I mean, they're like, he's so tall. Bitch, he's 6'3". Hey, like, he out there like 6'7", 6'8", like leaping over people. So that ain't the case. He sure ain't faster than everybody. They're like, he just runs really nice routes. What? He, he runs really nice because he's a white guy running the ball. Yeah, I just same. don't understand how like no one else too. can just be on these routes with them. It's, I mean, something is fishy. Something Something's is fishy. And they and all LA sports talks, they love Cooper Cup, dude. No, they well, love. They have to. Dude, it's so sad, dude. Like, dude, I know you get to support your team and shit, but like, fucking every segment, you got to bring this jackass up. Like, come on, man. We we're talking it, about the again, defense. Be, I mean, dude, you have to bring up the guy who's got all these. Receiving yards, the most receiving yards, somehow, somehow, dude. some it's still it just doesn't make any sense. We look at the talent across the NFL. Like I mean, I can understand him being top ten, but how this man run away with this shit? Like something's afoot, dude. Fucking yeah, top ten. Yes, I mean the guy. Okay, whatever. But I just, I just don't see. They sign another fucking extension shit. With the which the Rams just printing money. And getting fucking players. That's yeah, scam that's that's too. another thing too. Like, I'm not gonna ever listen to some team talking about like they don't have money because <laughs> the Rams, the Rams have proven it. right now that you can find money apparently and still be under the salary cap. Oh, here, here's another thing too. I was uh, listening to Seattle TC, uh, Seattle Seahawks talk. They talk about Bobby Wagner when they released him. He straight up said, I'm going to the Rams. He told a friend this shit. I'm going to the Rams. No other team, man. The Rams. And then, bam, somehow the Rams fucking signed Bobby Wagner, dude. And I'm just like, yeah, see, that's what, what I'm the saying. fuck like, is this shit, are strange. And, like, they're really strange in favor of the new owner. Well, not new owner, but the owner that brought him the new $4 billion stadium. Yes. That they can use for everything and showcase to be like, look at this crazy monstrosity. Which I'm like, this shit is a waste of four billion dollars. It is, dude. Even it's fucking a, done yet? Like, like it, I'm like, what are we not? spending all this money for? There's still shit that ain't here that you promised us, motherfucker. Like, it's just so that some shit can be written on the top. We spent four billion for shit I can't see unless I'm flying in and out of LAX. Man, fuck you. <laughs> Burbank's the way to fly anyway. Yes, dude. Uh, 
Um, I've realized that so many times now, dude. That one time I was dude, like, I'm spending taxes on shit I don't even see because I like the better airport. Dude, it is a nice airport, man. In and out, dude. It really is. Like, what? I, I show up five. Bad mouthing LAX in the middle of our sports podcast. Because you know why? LAX sucks, dude. And yes, that, really I didn't. Does. I didn't even know that stadium wasn't even complete. I thought it was done when we went. So. No, son. There's still supposed to be like all kinds of parking shit. There's supposed to be all kinds of like, uh, like. Um, shopping and, and like housing wow. shit that was supposed to be all attached to it. None wow. of that shit. Happened. No, not, none of that shit. It fucking stinks, man. That's what it fucking does. Like, <laughs> when you, what I'm saying, when dude, you walk they up, dude. a shitty man made pond. Dude, that's about all they did. It, dude, it literally smelled like shit when we were walking through the fucking that little area, dude. I was like, Yeah, dude, I don't know what kind of nasty sulfur water they're pumping. Dude, through there, like, right I was like, I was like, is there a homeless problem around here, man? Because, like, it. <laughs> It really does smell like somebody just took a Your shit. Your ass smelling bow water or whatever the fuck that is. Good, dude. They, like, oh, my God, man. It was horrible, man. So, like, man, dude, this guy's fucking scamming the city, man. That's what it is. It's like, oh, yeah, it, dude, it, it ain't popping up. It's like, but dude. there's money everywhere, so they're like, yeah, just suck it out of these people. Who cares? That's a damn shame right there, man. It really is. But let's, let's speak on more damn shames. Uh, the damn shame is that the Detroit Lions have just no leadership in any way, shape, form, or fashion. None of the coaches are leaders. They're out here, like, literally telling Swift to, like, run forward towards contact. Like, he's afraid to get hit. I'm like, this is ridiculous, dude. Like, they're, like, showing tapes. They're like, dude, if you had just kept going that way, give him a stiff arm or do something. Like, you need to fight for these extra yards. And I'm like, the fact that you can even see that on a regular basis, this man's a third-year running back, and he's still afraid to get hit? <laughs> Maybe you made a bad draft pick. Oh, Dan Campbell, huh? Yeah, this guy. Hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. Uh, you were looking at the, the coach. Yeah, I have not heard any of the – I have not heard Anthony – no, I mean, he, he's not as crazy as your guy talking about he's going to eat testicles for a Super Bowl. It, but he did it, say it, some look, other man, stuff that look, was like it pretty off-color. That was pretty it crazy. It was not eat testicles, my friend. It was cut off his Johnson. Whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> because he wants to win, dude. That's right, dude. Would you cut it off his well, fucking dude, I mean, this dude was, I, I can't remember what it was, but it's going to be like, I think he said something about like biting people at the yeah, kneecaps. that guy. Stuff. Yeah, so we knew his little thing about trying to spy yeah, so, hope by biting <laughs> kneecaps and other weird ass shit. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just think he's got duds. Um, I think, I mean, honestly, just like watching the players. Like, I will be honest with the, uh, I think it's like St. Brown, oh, uh, the shit. wide receiver from USD. Like, he's kind of, he seems to kind of be like the real deal. Like, he, his dad was like, you know, a Mr. Universe and stuff. And like, he seems to have some pretty good work ethic as far as like his body and whatnot. But I, I don't see a lot of other shining gems. Like, their new uh, defensive player, uh, what is it, um, Hutchinson, maybe, I think, from Michigan, uh, the in-house kid. Like, he looks the part, but I don't know, man. Like, I really I feel like this is just like another dud that the Detroit Lions got. Like, he looks the part. He seems like he could do it, but 
he started off real hot in his first drive in the NFL and was like gassed by the end and couldn't do anything. Like conditioning, like, man. Jesus Christ, dude, that's just the first try. Man, uh, I mean, if you already looking gassed and defeated, you gonna look gassed and defeated the whole time you're a Detroit Lion. Well, um, I'm looking at the coaches list and um, they have an assistant. Mark Burnell is on there, dude. Yes, dude. I love you, Mark Burnell. You're fucking awesome at night. <laughs> and, and he has uh, Randall L. So like, uh, but what is an assistant head coach? What is an assistant head coach? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I guess like, like does he help out? So does it take like because it says assistant head coach slash running backs do stately? And I'm like, but does that not defeat the purpose of having a head coach? Like, you have assistant head coach in your title. I mean, I guess I guess in a way, like you know, he's the assistant to the head coach, but he's not a coordinator. I guess they separate your coordinators as different jobs. Also, too, but this guy's fucking. As uh, a running backs coach, he's telling Swift just to run at a motherfucker. Like, this is some just poor ass shit, dude. Well, it's just like he's telling him to actually run straight ahead and, like, actually not be afraid of cut because that's basically what it is. Like, he's just always running around being afraid. Well, yeah, dude. If you can't fucking, uh, if you're afraid, they don't play the game, man. It's harsh. Oh, yeah. It's harsh, man. But Swift has not had. That many good years lately. That's all. Well, I mean, it's only his third year, so, you know, he can't get all crazy on him yet. I know, man, but if you're already afraid it's your third year, dude, like, I mean, it's a brutal game, man. I'm not going to lie, dude. It's amazing what they fucking do. You throw your fucking body on a fucking train wreck, dude. I mean, if, if it's not for you, dude, I respect that, too. <coughs> I respect yeah. that. Like, I mean, I won't be that guy, but... Here's the thing. They're avoiding Swift already, I've noticed, on this show. And it's weird for them to avoid a running back. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, running backs are pretty key players. And the fact that they don't really showcase or highlight him or even show him in any way is just kind of like, I think my man is out here just getting his paychecks and he's going to leave as soon as he can from the NFL. And that's cool, man. Like, save that money, invest yourself, get a business going, whatever. But, like, more power to you, man. If you fucking got into the NFL, played a few games, realized it wasn't for you, more power to you, man. Because, hey, like, it's right. a Just honor sport. your contract and, and bounce right off into the sunset. Yeah, honor, and, and at least he is honoring his contract, unlike some people. So I respect that. Is that is true. I respect the Kevin hell out of Durant. You. <laughs> 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 just had to slight that man. It's like first off, I'm like, let me. I'm going. I'm just going to go into this just for a quick little rant. I don't know what Kevin Durant thinks he has in power, and I don't know why the Nets even have to entertain the idea. This man is in contract for quite a while, and it's not like he in the early parts of his career. This motherfucker's like 33, 34 years old. If he finishes out his contract, he'll be damn near 40. And I'll be like, yeah, you can sit over there on the sideline and do, and pout all you want to for the next three or four years. I think he's under contract. And then, whoopsies, maybe you ain't going to make the Hall of Fame, homie, because for four years you didn't do nothing. So, like, your legacy is sitting on the chopping block right here. It don't matter nothing to me. I, as an owner, I would take pleasure 
in ruining somebody's Hall of Fame career. I'd be like, man, you can sit over there and pout all you want to. Nobody told you to sign that shit. And no one told you to bring your stupid ass crazy friend Kyrie. <laughs> oh man, dude. I mean, they did so many things for him. Yeah, they did. There's the Kyrie situation. There was the James Harden situation. They hired a coach for him. Yes. I mean, they did so many things for him. And then for him oh. to be like, I want to leave, I'd be like, the fuck you do? No, Kevin Nash, the one that he signed off on that said, yes, this guy's going to help us win. You signed off on this shit, dude. Now you're like fucking being like, nah, man, I want out. It's the coach's fault. Get with the GM. I mean, too, you dude. literally asked for all of this. You, yes, and dude. You want it. And, then, and, then, and then you had the audacity to have people in your corner talking about like, you gonna retire and then be like, no, I'm not going to actually retire. And no one thought you was going to retire. You just trying to make threats because you ain't got no foot to stand on. And I hope the Nets stay strong and be like, look, dude, if you want to ruin your legacy, go out there and ruin it. <laughs> Don't mean nothing to me. The Nets have always sucked. So we, we gonna continue to suck with you or not, but I'm going to sell some tickets. It's true. Very true, man. Right, they're gonna sell more tickets with Kevin Durant pouting than with him not actually there at all. So, yeah, I just take it. Uh, but anyway, back to the game of football. The Detroit Lions suck. But speaking of other teams that suck, let's talk with the teams that are blue. Carolina Panthers. They aren't very good, but they have made the decision to. Maybe not go with old Sammy boy. It looks like it's Baker Mayfield's time, which is great, man. I mean, the man lost his job for really no reason at all. I mean, at least Sam Darnold had a reason for losing his job in New York. He was terrible. To, to lose he your, also had a reason for losing his job here in Carolina. To lose your job to a rapist, to a sexual predator, too, without even on the field. It was not even a QB competition. It was just like, no, nah, man, we don't want a child at quarterback. We want an adult. So we're going to go out here and get a fucking sexual predator named Deshaun Watson. That's okay, dude, that we knew about before we signed the contract because we're that desperate to fucking win. We'll- I mean, I'm not that big a fan of Baker Mayfield. No. You're not. I you've, really talked, care less. you've talked shit about him all the time, yes. You don't like the but guy. But this is the most I've ever been behind this man. Dude, this is the most I'm hoping ever... behind, beyond hope. That not only does he get this team back on the right foot, I hope he can lead them all the way to the Super Bowl and get there before this filthy ejaculator. Because, like, this, that would be the ultimate F you to be like, oh, well, you know what? Y'all got rid of me. Well, we made things work out over here and I'm doing just fine without you, bitch. I mean, the just like the dysfunction of that organization is just off the charts anyway. But when you finally kind of make a move, that's all right. Because like, you know, they went, they went up to their number one pick and decided with all the choices they could have, they went with Baker Mayfield. Now, a lot of people are like, why? But you know what? They got the guy because he had a chip on his shoulder. And they see that he wanted to win. Well, he tried his damnedest even throughout a season in which his titty meat hurt. He still kept going. Play but then they're like, man. eh, this guy is healthy and he blows loads on women. We'd rather have him. We'd rather have a sexual predator. The yeah. Browns are always going to brown, man. Um, Baker. 
Baker was a night. I mean, who knows what he could? Uh, who knows what he's going to do? We can't predict the future. If we could, we'll be millionaires. So, I just hope he has a good career. I just don't believe in the Panthers. I don't believe in Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy. I don't have. Think, don't think he's going to have many weapons. Well, he got into a with. skirmish today. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I saw where that lady got hurt between yeah. the Panthers and the Patriots. And yes, he was involved. In, he was involved in it. He was getting. He was getting in there uh, with a little fisticuffs action, I guess. But here's the thing, dude. It's like your ass is as fragile as broken glass, as wet tissue paper. I mean, yeah, seriously. Like, dude. Like, I mean, you went with wet tissue paper. I went with already broken glass. Like, you are already broken. You're not like mentally broken, like Matt Ryan. But you're just so fragile. You're not worth putting out there on the field. Let's be honest. And then you go get into some skirmishes, man. You better put your ass over there on the sideline and eat some Cool Ranch Doritos and act like you want to fucking play a full season for once. But oh, anyway, oh, you better okay. help my boy Baker with revenge. That's the only. That's the reason the why I want McCaffrey to do well. I need Baker's revenge. The revenge uh, tour is on, man. That's fine. I just don't believe in yeah. the Panthers, man. That's fine, but good for Baker. You of know? course we don't believe in the Panthers because they can't do anything without Christian McCaffrey. They never have him. They do. They got in like, oh, my goodness. Over under how many games he plays this year? Six? I'll say seven because he'll probably act like a little like weenie in the first few games because he's scared to get hurt. And then he'll <laughs> be like, well, I think I'm strong. And then he'll get himself hurt halfway through the season. <laughs> he'll like I see what you're saying he'll take it easy to get that confidence back and then all of a sudden goes oh shit and then boom yeah, he'll go too hard and he'll pull a butt cheek and pull a butt cheek goes the and then goes ACL who knows man with this guy right but the people will but, praise him they'll say he's the best running back in the league dude I tell you the best pickup this year is probably Saquon Barkley his ass is so far down as far as running backs oh concerned. yeah dude he's like they're giving up on I his mean, ass. He might have had a busted ACL or two, but I mean, whatever, dude. He's probably going to be fine enough. He's got one more, more good year left, man. Could be it. I man. mean, who knows about that? But the value of him was probably going to be much higher than like where he's ranked right now in fantasy. But with that being said, the Giants are making some moves, and people are talking, talking, talking. Mr. Tyrod Taylor. Taking first team snaps. Yes. Duke, how do you feel? I feel good for Tyrod, man. Um, I feel like he's just kind of a journey man who's never found a good place. Um, he got stabbed with a needle by a doctor. By, uh, was it the Chargers? That it had, was the Chargers. Yes, because, you know, we yeah, had so that, uh, Justin uh, Herbert can, can play. Yeah, which is racist. Then he fucking uh, had his. They little, also. Uh, Sent him on a collarbone breaking uh, incident so that Baker could go. Yes. Forgot what the Buffalo Bills did so that Josh Allen could start playing. But either way, he's he's setting at the table nicely for these white quarterbacks to take the job from. It's a damn shame, man. Now, with that being said, which white quarterback are they preparing for? Oh, for next Is it for year? that they're going to have him start the season? knowing something's going to happen and let Daniel Jones ride in like the great white knight but and Dan, try to save the giant season. He sucks, though, man. Daniel does. Jones does suck. Like No, he's terrible. <laughs> like, now, maybe this is a 
setting up the table for future white quarterbacks. That's right, folks. There will be another cream of the crop, another round of quarterbacks. As a matter of fact, they're already talking about the new round of quarterbacks, and we haven't even started this fucking season yet. It's fucked up, man. There's so much into it that they're like, which New York team is going to get the better quarterback from this draft? They're already talking about right now Zach Wilson because they're like, look, man, this kid's an idiot. He's getting hurt in preseason games. So they're like, look, dude, he's probably not going to get any better. So let's think about maybe getting something new. Now, if that happens again, that'd be like another like top four or five pick the Jets have done in like the past five years. Uh, yes. And then like, I like how they say the two New York teams. Huh, that's interesting. That's interesting. It's just like the Knicks back in the day. Well, uh, I mean... I don't think it's exactly. pretty. I uh, guess most New York fans have already decided that the Giants and the Jets aren't doing dick this year. Oh, I mean, with uh, Zach Wilson, I mean, poor kid, man. It, nobody's going to save the Jets, dude. Like, I well, mean, that white guy did pretty good. I think his name was White. Oh, not the actual James White. white? <laughs> no, it was like Matt White or. Oh yeah, dude. He had like that one good game and shit, and then disappeared. Well, he had like three good games. One, two, oh, dare three. You that hey, I'm sorry, name. man. I don't watch much Jet games, man. You know? Jesus. Only when they and beat my fucking... You were watching a lot of football last year with your, like, 0-25 fantasy team. <sighs> Jesus, Christ, you better win. Dude, I won a game, man. Okay? I won one. The man. last week. Hey, you know what? At least I didn't fucking tamper. You know, I got my fucking dignity. I went out and loser, and I'm fucking proud of it. I got next year, man. It's always fucking well, next year. And I feel good this year. Yeah. Why are you going to pick Tannehill? Um, oh, uh, have I ever picked Tannehill but in a fucking desperate oh, situation? Oh, hell no, dude. The fuck, dude? No. Dude, this is the year, man. This is but, you, you if think he he's going to light it now, up? He won't have a job. So you think he's going to light it up, huh? Absolutely not. Say so why but this is it. but this is the time <laughs> to bet big on him. <laughs> Look. No. I'm serious, dude. He's got to take the risk now. Some of them will be rewards. Most of them will be failures. Oh, wow. But, hey, he's going to have to take those risks because, I mean, everybody talking about getting rid of his behind. I ain't, I ain't never seen so many people backing this black quarterback in my life. I mean, I just random, like, podcasts here and there. They're like, Tannehill needs to go. I was like, this man only done but a little bit, but don't nobody want Tannehill underneath the center anymore in Tennessee Titans land. Look, Willis had a great game. He's just very raw. It's like Steve McNair. Yeah, I'm not even talking about like you as a fan. I'm talking about the world is. I know, dude. Out. I know. And it feels like, look, just move it on. Give Boy, us the next fuck the Lamar. Kid up, Let's dude. go. I don't want to fucking like lose this kid to some dumbass shit, man, because he's not prepared, dude. That's it. Whatever, like, dude. Because that's all luck. Ryan we just Tenet ruined the next prepared. You've been trotting his dude, ass out there for years. Like, we just drafted Willis, dude. Was there a quarterback before the draft we could have got that was going to be this caliber? No. I trust the decision that Jim John Robinson has made. And, Damn. yeah, I can't wait to see Tannehill go. He better light it up. If you fucking don't, I don't want to have no more goddamn he excuses. Dick. He's going to be in his own head, and this, this is about to be an Ugly start to the Titan season. Hey, you never know, man. Who knows? Oh, I know. How do you know, John? 
the fucker started off being like, I ain't no wet nurse. That man is scared. The fact that you're going to be like, I ain't nobody's babysitter. It's like, dude, you already see the writing on the wall and you cannot handle it. I know, man. Well, look, so, man. No, I, that's not, that was not a mature way to take that situation. He's not going to take it mature throughout the season. I already know. If that's how your initial reaction is going to be, you're going to be thinking about that with every snap. Well, you're fucked. Well, good. They made this kid come in and do it, man. Who knows, man? He, he's going to be allowed to do it soon because I'm seeing you guys starting off on a very shaky start of the season. I mean, very shaky. Because he's going to question everything he does. He's so fucked. <laughs> I mean, dude threw an interception to start the fucking postseason. I know, man. It was He's going to do something just as bad, if not worse, in this first game. Like, I promise you, dude, it might not be a pick the very first play, but it'll be a pick in a very crucial point, and I know he's going to do it because he's going to get in his own head. Eh, well, we'll see. I mean, last year he didn't even have the direct threat of losing his job. It was just the murmurs of them finding someone to take his job from him. He already heard those murmurs. Those murmurs were enough for him to already fuck up. Now they actually have dudes standing right there staring at his ass. He's fucked. <laughs> All right, well, I'm just going to be optimistic. Um, if we go like 0-3 oh, to start, they'll be like, yeah, get rid of it, man. Go ahead. It's fucking full There's no way you're going 0-3. Oh, I mean, you have enough skill. Well, we had the Giants the first game. But, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if y'all started, start off on a shaky 2-3. and three. And then hey. they're like, I don't know what we're going to do. We might need to shake things up. Oh shit! At two and three, dude. I like I like the uh, attitude, man. I like that. Um, but I'm just saying, dude. Like I have a feeling because that's not how you guys want to start. That's not how you're expecting to start. But I wouldn't be surprised if y'all have a rough start of the season due to the fact that I think when enough noise is being heard about somebody else. It starts to affect the locker room. It starts to affect right. the players. So here's and, 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 and this is the only news that the Titans are even getting. Titans don't get a lot of news. No. And if they do get news, it's just like, look how huge our boy is here. Look at him tearing through the damn line. My boy is big. But All they right. don't do that right now because he was injured most of the season. So now what do they got to talk about? The chance of Willis taking it. Okay, so we go... Giants, Bills, Raiders, Colts, Commanders. I see yeah, a loss so to the be, Bills. I see maybe a loss to the Colts. Yeah, you'll probably and then you'll probably because if I'm if I'm guessing because he's going to be in his own head, you'll probably lose to the Raiders. Too. Oh man, that'd be ugly, dude. I would hate to lose to the fucking fucking. Yeah, dirty but you Raiders, probably dude. will because they're they're about a team on their same par. And he'll fuck that. I mean, it is coming off a fucking uh, short week of uh, uh, playing oh, Monday night Monday night football. So yeah, because it would travel it up to fucking Buffalo, which you know, I mean, those fans are gonna be fucking rowdy. Come yeah, fucking and that's gonna take that's game. gonna take a toll on you guys, and you'll probably just drop another one, not suspectingly, unless we fucking get lucky, pull off a win, and then pull a dud against the Raiders. And then the Colts. 
I can mm. see that happening too. I just don't. I, I just. I just think that the loss to the Bills is going to have a lot of chirping, and then that chirping is going to get into Ryan's head. Yeah, but I can see us pulling some stupid shit up there, and then just doing some dumb shit with the Raiders and Colts, and then maybe even the Commanders. Because when was the last time I fucking seen the Commanders team? I mean. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if y'all lost to the Commanders just because of that alone. I mean, because it's one of those oddball teams, man. It's one of those oddball teams that you'd only see, like, fucking every fucking eight years, man. Right, and that team is built on defense, which is not what Ryan Tannehill likes to see. It'll be interesting. We'll see. Because, like, when there's a stout defense, and if they clog up Henry, fuck, man, he's over like Tannehill needs Henry to be doing stuff for him to feel at ease. And I think the commanders actually have enough defense, especially if everyone's healthy, fucking up that interior. So man, Tannehill would have a rough day. Uh, then we got the Chargers at December 18th. So we may be having a losing season by then. But we may have a losing season by then. Who knows, man? Who does? Could Tickets happen. will be cheaper. Hey, dude, you know what? Did... And that's a positive note because fuck it, it's goddamn expensive right now. So, yeah, like, dude, we so were, I'll be folks, like, we were looking at tickets. <laughs> you know, it's cost just as much in fees and taxes than it does to buy the damn ticket. You're basically buying two tickets just to get inside. Fucking ridiculous. Fucking markets. ridiculous, man. What was our Chiefs and Chargers tickets back in the day like? Fifteen dollars, twenty dollars. No, dude. I mean it. <laughs> I mean they were probably like a hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty altogether for like, like seats that are really close. Or, we were or, or close, decent man. seats. We were very close. We could see everything, man. But now it's just like, man, we up in the nosebleed section. It's hood, man. And and, and we spent it like four hundred dollars. This is crazy. I just want to support the team, man. And NFL. I'm gonna support. You're making it hard. I'm not, I, I hate so. I really kind of hate support supporting SoFi because their food is so bad. Yes, yes, dude. I was thoroughly disappointed with my burrito. I mean, dude. And, and it was they like, don't even yeah. have shit at all the stands. I was like, this is the only burrito stand. This is the only chicken finger stand. Yeah, you gotta like go on a journey just for chicken. Yes, fingers. dude, you gotta like walk around the whole fucking stadium just to see, and it's just the same generic fucking shit. It's not no like brand name or some fancy LA restaurant or some cool shit like that. No, and you gotta walk. Oh shit! So this is the pizza stand, and you gotta tell your friend like, oh, what you want? Oh, I want pizza. Oh, I want chicken wings. Well, I guess I'll see you back over there. Yeah, right. like in some places you can't buy beer. It's weird too. Like, yeah, you know, it's it's weird. It's a tragic attempt at making some sort of bougie stadium atmosphere where it's just like, I could have done that and still saved you billions of dollars. But it's the I mean, same. I don't know if it's all for that stupid screen. That screen is not cool enough. I mean, it's pretty cool. But, it is, man, but it's not cool it's enough not for, cool for billions. The, yeah, but it's cool, but not to sacrifice your fucking food, dude. I mean, yeah, like, dude, like the burrito. So like, they could have, like, cool, like, little nightclub settings all over the place. I mean, they could really do that place up right, man, like, fancy seating. I mean, but no, they're like, eh, we're going to have, like, some of our suites down on the field. 
that are almost below the players. So you're looking at butt cheeks while you're sitting in a suite. Like who thought who thought that through? Oh, so uh, I found that it was very generic. You know, like oh, extremely, like the like just the fucking concessions. Well, they don't want to put any kind of like affiliation to it, so it can just be used for anything. Ah, oh, that's so horrible, dude. Like it's it's like it felt like a neutral field almost type shit. Well, it is like literally like like they just like the little pro shop was just like a pop stand. Like they just fucking threw together immediately. It's not like a fucking yeah. little place. Say, get your Chargers gear here. Get your fucking Rams gear here. You know, like it just yeah, dude. It just like feels like really they just rent that shit out. Like oh, we'll let you play here every Sunday. Oh, dude, they'll do anything. I think The Bachelor had a fucking episode there. Oh, my God. That's just the ladies were like, we're in a stadium on a date. That is just the <laughs> thing I ever heard, dude. Dude, it's just like they can show off. Dude. Like, look, it's new. Um, but anyway, dude, uh, folks, we were getting into rants now. We're talking about The Bachelor and other things that don't matter. Uh, is there anything else in the NFL this week that you want to talk about, Duke, before we uh, get our uh, 34s and puppy dogs in? Nah, fucking uh, preseason just still here. Fucking blah, blah, blah. Couple weeks, though, man. Fucking actual legitimate football. That's true. That's true. We will have real football here soon. But this upcoming week, we're going to see some more people getting cut, more people getting that uh, chance, that glory. And then we're going to see more of these players maybe play a little bit. Not so much this week, but the next week. We're going to actually see probably some stars. But let's get going. Any uh, puppy dogs of the week there for you, dude? I had one earlier, but it just went out my head. I forgot who I was going to say. Well, I mean, honestly, from my rant earlier, my puppy dog of the week would be Kevin Durant for this nonsense. But, I mean, it's like oh, yeah, he's that's just it. been puppy dogging we, forever. Yeah, I thought we could just name Kevin Durant the puppy dog. Because no, he goes on fine. Twitter and, like, starts some <laughs> arguments, some dipshit. Like, it's like, really, dude? Like, you got too much time on your hands, dude. Too much time. Right. But I would say my 34 of the week is going to be uh, LeBron James. What? LeBron James just signed a contract two years for, like, $100 million, basically. Sweet God, dude, that's like fifty million dollars a year, man. Like you already rich as shit. But good on you for getting some real fucking paper, I guess. Oh, whatever. Uh, He's like the first billion dollar athlete, is he not? Or was that Jordan? Oh He's yeah, dude. yeah, Well, I don't know if he was the first, but. He's like but second. He, uh, he's he's a billionaire. I don't want to hear about. I him. mean, maybe he was the first billionaire while still playing. Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah. Because Jordan but got I think a billion that might be after. American sports, because like you know the soccer players be getting stupid money. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. But with that being said, though, man, um, LeBron's getting paid pretty fat. He uh, speaking of which, he owns part of the soccer team, anyways. It's like it's not like he's struggling anyway. But, hey, man, Derek Henry owns part of the soccer team too, man. Yeah, and, but I'm talking about and Jalen Ramsey. LeBron and, James owns part of a real soccer team. Uh, what's Major League Soccer? Bullshit. Like he owns part of like I think Arsenal? Liverpool. Does he? Yeah. Wow, man! Uh, they let fucking foreigners. So I'm talking about like real soccer. Okay, <laughs> I'm looking up James Lebron James. <laughs> Owns yeah, 
Anyway, as you find out that I am right as I normally am. Uh, LeBron James is out here getting stacks. Unfortunately, he's been ruining the Lakers in every way, shape, form, or fashion. But, you know, you might as well keep ruining them with this, too. They now have no money now to make anything really happen and can't put any kind of team around him. So good on you, Lakers. Way to make your franchise even worse. Uh, Especially after you just released this Hulu documentary about how great you guys are. This is going to be a long (laughs) time before that shit's a reality again. Oh, yeah, I saw that. They were talking about, like, uh, they were viewing all the greats and shit, Magic. They were talking Shaq and shit, yeah. Uh, that we, yeah, they were we, only great because they were under Dr. Bus. They were retiring. Uh, with their um, daughter, the shit is stupid bad. Um, she's still hot, though. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd tear that ass up. That woman got plenty of money, and I don't know shit. She's in her, what, 60s or 70s. They, you, they, know, she, man, like, like, you know, you're just she be like. She smell like the Great Depression, but, I mean, you know, whatever. I'm sure she does her Kegel exercises. It's like, it's like fucking Chappelle, dude. I got Oprah pregnant, man. I'm out. I'm out. Right, yeah, dad, I'm definitely leaving seed behind, <laughs> but I'm sure she's been through many phases of menopause. Many but phases. anyway. Oh, but um, also, too, the retiring Paul Gasol's number. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just because Kobe died. Just because Kobe died? Is that it? Yes. Because he was good friends with Kobe. He so, did a big thing about Kobe after Kobe died. Well, I mean, I Shaq he, cried. Like, he even named one of his kids after Kobe. I mean, like, come on, dude. Like, it's... He named one of his point, kids like, after people Kobe. People just do wow. stuff so that they can get in the Hall of Fame. Like, A-Rod's running around being like, I'm sorry for being stupid and cheating because he wants to get in the Hall of Fame. They let Pop here. That motherfucker yeah, I mean, I mean, Poppy, I guess, was never proven. It was just wildly <laughs> Wildly, yeah, dude. Just like Barry Barnes, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, his was proven. They caught him on some creams. Oh. Well, well like- I mean, not while he was playing, but he was on homie's list for getting creams. So Barry Barnes was just smart enough to get the right masking agent so his urine would be clean. Hey, man. Uh, Tito. Lance yeah, Armstrong, man. baby. Hey, Tito Jr., man, he got that ringworm medicine that fucking popped here, man. Yeah, well, he just apparently didn't buy a masking agent, so <laughs> he's an idiot. <laughs> All right, folks, well, thanks for listening to yet another episode of the podcast, oh, hey. formerly known as the Ricky Williams Trilogy. What? Money Mouth is coming back, people. We're winning this year, damn it. So, yes, mm. we're going college football hard and maybe some pros. If well, I'm glad that he interrupted me for something that I was probably going to talk about anyway. Yeah, you know what, man? I'm excited, dude. The announcement that it's returning. I guess folks also find other things that we do under the fumblerooskysports.com blanket, like Money Mouth, which is apparently returning. Also, find us on everything (laughs) in which you enjoy social media on whatever platform that might be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, whatever. And of course, Find us on whatever you enjoy your podcast on. Now, before we leave, anything you'd like to say there, Duke? Yes. Be excellent to each other. And maybe go Titans. I don't know. Now you got me all bummed out thinking we'll go, go fucking like one in five. We'll uh, <laughs> probably have a rough season this year, but it's all for rolling out the red carpet for the new black quarterback. But speaking of black quarterbacks, the half black, good old beautiful Patrick Mahomes, go Chiefs. 
led by him and his black and white self.